0: everyone. Welcome to Popcast on the Rocks on this Friday night. It is Friday, I think, uh, <laughs> April 24th. This is episode 15. A little, a little different time than normal um, and everything. Going to be a shorter, tighter episode. But uh, how you doing, Andrea?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Had quite a, a busy week. So yeah, I feel like I said this earlier, but the words... Uh... TGIF have never been more true for me this week. I had a lot of extra work that kept me up till unfortunately the wee hours of the morning this week. So sure. ready to be done with that. Yep. Um, and I know obviously work picked up for you this week as well since you uh, got out in the field.
0: Yep. Yep. So. so yeah, it's been it's been busy. Well, have a, I'll have a busy couple weeks here and stuff, and
1: mm-hmm. we'll see.
0: Maybe your stuff slows down, or maybe it picks up. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like you're popular.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the field of public health is sort of popular right now for obvious reasons. So, yeah, I don't know, this I don't isn't my normal doing. frame. I don't know what yeah, you're no, about. Yeah. A mystery, right? Yeah. Um,
0: well, are you drinking anything this fine Friday evening?
1: I am, indeed. Um, yesterday, I found out was, you know, keeping with our drink holidays was the day of the beer. So... I've got a a nice cold one poured for myself here for nice. Friday, um, and then I think I'm finally actually going to make good on my promise this week and uh, go, you know, knife some skags in Borderlands after this. Oh,
0: so, okay, that's right.
1: Nice. So yeah, so I'll have a cold beer to accompany me as I do that.
0: Got to make sure that's the title, like
1: knife you know, some knife skags. <laughs> Yeah, I should definitely put like young skags too, or something. You know, qualify it <laughs> even more, make it sound yeah. worse.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How about you? What do you got?
0: Um, Are you so
1: out of your pop mold.
0: Did de- yeah, defying mm-hmm. the the day of the week and stuff again, like a fool.
1: You're a I've rebel, got. John.
0: I know. Yep. Um, it's a it's a bourbon. It's okay. a place we were going to go on our replacement. Like our second vacation that got canceled. Right.
1: Yeah. So
0: uh, it's a, it's a small batch. Um, I actually found it the other day. So it's from Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. And, uh, oh yeah. For audio listeners, four roses, single berry, single barrel, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey.
1: I was gonna say so- if you're drinking berry bourbon, I feel like we have to have a talk, John. <laughs>
0: <laughs> berry, well, that would just be like, um, brandy
1: true nice true yeah
0: so but yeah this is barrel 37-1i okay so i don't know special well, it's good
1: well unfortunately you didn't get to go on your original vacation you didn't get to go on your backup vacation and now you could just tell people you're on a staycation you know yeah. it's a way to make quarantine more fun right
0: just yeah to- Mm -hmm.
1: rebrand quarantine into a staycation
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: yeah you're not convinced (laughs) those mm are very skeptical Mm -hmm.
0: yeah all right well we don't have a lot for you this week then like i say keeping this a little shorter but you found a kind of cool twitter trend uh yeah
1: yeah twitter's uh twitter's been good to me this week obviously you know uh, I found out on Wednesday for our show that Westworld is going to be renewed for season four, which I'm very excited about, because uh, I thought they've been uh, they've been doing great things with season three. So happy yep. to hear that. Um, and then actually, quick before I get into this, another thing I found on Twitter um, is that for any fans of old cartoons uh, like myself, um, Sailor Moon is going to be the first hundred episodes of the sailor moon are going to be available for free on youtube starting today Nice. So if you uh yeah if you're feeling some nostalgia i want to go back and watch those i think i'm gonna do it um.
0: <laughs> do you know if they're um subbed or dubbed
1: i don't know it didn't go into that level of detail so i'm, you I'm sure you'll have to click on it and find out but yeah yeah, um, so I remember you're... watching those as a kid, and like everybody trying to like pick who you were. Um, I, yeah. I do not, I do not remember who I was. I remember which Spice Girl I was, but I do not re- remember which Sailor I was. All
0: right, which Spice Girl were you?
1: I was Ginger. Okay. <laughs> which I don't okay. think is that much of a surprise to anybody who knows me. Um, um but yeah, I'd have okay. to, I'd have to go back and look. I'm sure, like visually, I would remember which Sailor I was. I want to say Sailor Jupiter for some reason, but like I don't know that that's right at all
0: jup okay yeah um jupiter was orange maybe mm-hmm.
1: um now i'm leading us down a tangent which is getting us off of our our tightness of our episode but
0: that's all right that's that's it's fine right to,
1: yeah
0: um, to yeah we gotta see so oh sailor jupiter is more okay, green hi
1: yeah no i was definitely sailor jupiter oh my okay. god i can't re- believe i remember
0: that <laughs> nice i mean i can see you doing your hair your hair is up even tonight i mean i know kind of- i
1: know and i have like a little um uh like forehead kind of crown the same way so man yeah. i don't I mean, have it on obviously but i have one so funny
0: i don't know um what sailor scout i was <laughs> <laughs> I don't think i had chosen um i don't know who i liked though um
1: it was definitely like a girl group friend kind of trend you know what i mean yeah. like to choose your sailor yeah just I like think, choosing your spice girl
0: yeah i think Morris was probably cool she was the you know dark-haired one i guess
1: Yep, i was just checking through huh but yeah, yeah, so I mean if you're if you're feeling some nostalgia for Sailor Moon, that is now available. Sure. Um yeah. at least you know through a point. So
0: there's a site. Um I've had mixed results with it technically working from time to time over the years, but um it seemed like it's gotten, you know, like comes and goes in popularity, but it's called TunamiAftermath.com.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So they had brought I mean Tsunami was off the air for a long time. You know, right. the cartoon block on Cartoon Network uh, of anime shows and such. And so this site, you know, nonprofit or whatever, they just put up and they just have their programming and they run shows um, that were on either Adult Swim or Tsunami or whatever that kind of era. So there's the comedy stuff too, like C-Lab right. 2021 and some of that. Right. But then there's also... Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon and Gundam and you know, whatever. And so I remember, you know, sometimes um just I would just throw that on for for funsies.
1: For sure. Yeah, it's kinda fun like, to go back to those, you know. Yeah.
0: Sometimes you wanna I don't wanna just have the news on as noise in the background, I uh, just drive me insane or something. So <laughs> I just you know, in and I don't wanna have something on necessarily I have to pay attention to and right. so just yeah a little nostalgic kick of things you've largely seen or whatever
1: right so. yeah it's nice like you said for kind of some background noise you turn tune into some parts you know like you're like oh yeah like i remember this or this is a cool scene and then you can just like turn away and do it whatever you're yeah. doing so for sure
0: but anyways your twitter trend
1: <laughs> yes yes so twitter uh revealed westworld sailor moon and then the other uh twitter trend that's been um circling around this past week is uh naming your five perfect movies and i don't think I, i i know i mean seriously i think about this all the time when people are like oh can you name like five of this or like who are your you know top celebrities or who's like on your list or whatever it's like i can never stick to anything Mm-hmm. when you give me a limit it's always like oh well what about this one can i just get one more yeah. um but i tried i really did i tried to name five of my perfect movies and then i added two runners up because i just couldn't help myself
0: well i like um, your commitment i mean sticking to your list what, what do you got
1: okay so not necessarily in order because i mean really if you had to yep. have me put these in an order i i would just go insane um but so i picked like a pretty much a classic i think that everybody is you know kind of recognized for its cinematic excellence shawshank redemption i do absolutely love that movie it's great storytelling great acting i mean i think
0: it's fantastic um it's not morgan freeman yeah so i i was mixing this up with a different movie in my head initially like i i know what this movie is obviously but i just for me it triggered a memory with you um it's um for schindler's list Um, (laughs) and i don't know if ashley told you the story ever or or not but we busted up when we saw on your wedding registry schindler's list and we're like who is gonna buy you schindler's list for your wedding like Come on now! Oh God!
1: <laughs> so are no. like, you guys must
0: really like that movie. <laughs> uh, that was a, it was a good.
1: definite no from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Chris snuck that on there somehow. Why I could not tell you. Uh, uh, I can't never believe we haven't it. said
0: that before, but we we busted up That's real good when we saw that.
1: I, no, I had no idea that he got that on there. I would have died. Also, I would have taken the pricing gun away from him. <laughs> um, but no, no, Schindler's List is not on there. And no, I have no idea why we registered for it. Um, I hope nobody got us it. If you did, thank you. I'm... And also, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Everything else um, was already purchased. This was all that was right?
1: left. I mean, I get it. Like, you yeah. know. You had to choose between schindler's list and like you know maybe Towers. like a right i mean
0: more time why not yeah.
1: <laughs> um so no shawshank redemption is on my five um the dark knight absolutely it's like the the one movie i can remember just like sitting in the theater afterwards just like i needed some time to process everything like like I just like absorbed and I thought and I must have sat in the theater like for at least 10 minutes just being like whoa that movie to me was just like Uh cinematically beautiful and intense and I mean Keith Ledger's performance just like knocked it out of the park so
0: were you hearing that oh no did I lose sound or disc disc oh did I
1: lose sound (laughs) it's like
0: love sound, I like
1: think. hmm Andrew okay well fine. I am fine so I'm going to keep going through my list of movies
0: Andrea's just going um, to go through the rest of her list while
1: I that's watch right this. Um, so yeah so The Dark Knight uh, is the second movie and then I added Alien to the list kind of an older choice um, but I love it it's one of the first like sort of suspense, horror, terror, flicks that I can remember being just like absolutely genuinely shocked um, by every single plot twist. I think Sigourney Weaver carrying it as a female is amazing. Her performance is absolutely so strong and fantastic. And it's like kind of one of the earliest movies I remember getting into in sort of like horror genre. that kind of introduced my love of that. So, and and it's one of the earliest movies actually I can remember watching. Um, my dad had me watch it when I was like eight years old. Wildly inappropriate for an eight-year-old. I was terrified, but I also loved it. So that to me, like, both is a classic and tugs at my heartstrings. Um, and then I've also got Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, because I'm a nerd, absolute hard nerd. Um, and this, this to me, m- maybe not like the best movie. of the trilogy i kind of love two towers for its like depth and grittiness but i absolutely love like the way that fellowship is packaged like it it introduces everything it sets everything up strong performances um, by the entire ensemble they just like mesh really well i'm totally in it and it's like faithful to the book to the extent that it can be in a really great like i thought they cut really necessary things um and everything else just gelled really well to move the story forward. So gotta give it up for Lord of the Rings. And then my final pick is Princess Bride. Um, To me, that movie is like beautifully, quintessentially um, a a story. It's this beautiful blend of like drama and romance and comedy. And it's it's just like the full package, I think it's this offbeat quirky story that somehow like is a cult classic because of its quirky offbeatness um so yeah so i just i think i and i've read the book i've read the princess bride and i think it's a beautiful adaptation of the original source material and it's a beautiful like concept of you know the power of story and how it can move you in unexpected ways and it can introduce it's good enough and it's compelling enough and you, you really care about the characters um you know you can introduce a new generation to the power of storytelling and make them really invested um in the stories that you can tell i feel like i'm saying story a lot but i can't help it because again english major word nerd um but yeah it's it's a it's a really beautiful vehicle for that sort of metaphorical storytelling um and as our producer Alan just typed out Wallace Shawn. I mean, really. Um, His Vicini is just like the most hilarious character in that movie. Um, I also have a weird soft spot. I mean, I know like, you know, everybody loves Wesley and Buttercup and their beautiful romance, but I have like this weird soft spot for Andre the Giant. Um, I read his biography a while ago and uh he just sounded like one of the coolest people um and I I love that he like campaigned so hard and worked so hard to get into this movie and it was like his big dream that he got this role so I just thought it was like really cute um it so yeah I mean probably influenced a little bit by like the background of that but it's it's still one of my choices for sure so
0: on Princess Bride already
1: Yes. Yes. I took us through my, my five. Um, and then I just have to like shout out because I can't help myself. My runners up were gladiator, which everybody knows I love and Jurassic park.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised that you so, threw gladiator in, in runners up.
1: I know it was my last minute decision. It was between gladiator and alien, honestly. Um, and yeah. then I quick, I quick was just like, no alien, just like feels more complete to me as a story. So it was
0: tough seeing your list and then not copying it.
1: I know, I know.
0: <laughs> and like, oh, but Alien, yeah. Cool. Because, it, well, anyways, a good cover. Sorry. I, I was like a, a total amateur here. Things were working fine. And I decided to hit a button in my audio settings thing and everything, hey, <laughs> wire.
1: So, That's all right. So.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, Alien is definitely my favorite of the Alien franchise, for sure. I, yeah,
1: it's just a classic. And I mean, I think it it's one of those, like, you could have totally left it alone, and it just would be, like, this great standalone, like, awesome mm-hmm. movie. Yep. Even though I like the, the Alien franchise, I just, I love the original.
0: Well, Aliens became more action-y, and I thought mm-hmm. that Alien did such a good job of the atmospheric
1: oh my god the heartbeat. yeah yeah
0: the sound design the music for it it's just it's a it's a film in and of its own in my in my book or at least for films i've seen
1: absolutely
0: Um, and you know it's hard to beat that moment and you know they're first time when you have alien bursting out of someone's chest like that
1: oh it's just it's so good good. like you just don't even see it at all
0: did you transition to your next one because Bilbo Baggins is also in that one
1: I know (laughs) (laughs) I know Uh, it's so weird yeah um I I love his like wildly different performances uh Ian Holm just like can can go many different ways I think he yeah definitely
0: seems like a theater guy is he a theater guy that you know of
1: ian holm um i know he's yeah. been in the theater but i don't know that he started out there
0: okay um it just his his kind of way seems very sure. theater like and he's you know in from hell um he's good I in that love too. That performance
1: you know? yeah i love uh um also the day after tomorrow it's like a it's like a silly disaster movie, although getting less silly. Um, <laughs> no, but his damn. performance in it is just like, awesome. He's just, I
0: don't like, remember him I in
1: that. He's a, so he's like the the researcher who's in, uh, I think it's Scotland that he's in, Okay. um, or the UK somewhere. I think I um, but that, like that Dennis whole Quaid movie. keeps like, he keeps calling like Ian Holm for a reference. Cause he's like, Oh, all the buoys keep going off and you're like the monitoring center. Um, So he's just like the sage guy who's providing like all the data and stuff like that and the calm advice. And then unfortunately gets Hmm. like trapped.
0: But I love a natural disaster movie, but they're Mm. taught to come by good ones.
1: They are. They are. Um, I feel like the premise of day after tomorrow makes a lot of sense. Like many, many scientists are like, okay, the oceans do have this sort of like, salination level that's a delicate balance that we have to maintain and if something disrupts that like sure natural disaster so like the premise of that to me seems logical it's just like the way that like it the movie unfolds from there it's like what like you have these like huge crazy storms that just like build out of nowhere almost and i don't know and i feel like it just like ramps up really quickly I love
0: man versus nature. And I like the, you know, Mm -hmm. like, so get some volcano ones, you get, uh, you know, tornadoes. Um, But I always like also um, where it's, it can be smaller scale where you're in the woods or whatever and needing to survive. And then is there something out there? And it could Mm -hmm. just be animals. It could be dinosaurs or it could be a monster or whatever. You know, I like that kind of, uh, of treatment. Uh, if I would have thought of it earlier, I would have wrote down the name of it. There But there's movie, maybe it's a Netflix one, but it's on Netflix for sure. And it's filmed in like, uh, the Nordic regions and it's about these dudes that are out there kind of hiking and they kind of turned around. We're not sure which way to go. And they run into some bad stuff. And I, so I I like all sorts of man versus nature sort Mm -hmm. of things.
1: But Absolutely. then yeah, they
0: start to go try to go too crazy with it. There was another one that was um that's by the big guy that always likes to do these things and stuff. And John Cusack's just driving along a highway and it's just crumbling oh, behind yeah, him it's like just inches away. Yeah, you know? I know what
1: you're talking about. Yeah. And I'm just like,
0: come on. I
1: know that image. Yeah.
0: You know, and whatever a person yeah. wants to have about climate change, they can, but like an immediate, like like you say, a too extreme ramps up too quickly, you know, like I just, uh, you know, if, you know, if you deal with a tsunami or something, that's one thing, but Hey, the right. entire climate is like, just, you know, we're an ice age now or something overnight, you know? Right. kind okay, of thing. Oh, our producer brings up castaway. Yeah. That's a perfect oh, example. Good. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good one. My goodness. Yeah. That's a, well, that's a very believable. I mean, believable to a point because you would have to believe that tom hanks could survive and he does sort of i think get lucky in many respects obviously
0: um because i I
1: don't right because i mean you don't not anybody could make it that long that far and you know injuries can happen or like things you don't expect infection sickness like you know there's definitely a lot that could have gone wrong but i think it's it's a good portrayal of, of a lucky guy. I'm not, I'm yeah. not taking it all the way from him. He's resourceful and he perseveres totally. Um, but yes, he does. He does also have a bit of luck thrown in there.
0: Yep. yep. Uh, well my list, uh, yeah, I, I jammed it together quickly and it's a tough thing because the question okay. is five perfect movies not your five favorite movies, which would be another difficult thing. So I don't know. This is it. I don't know. So I put in there Skyfall, James Bond Skyfall. I think it is the most um, uh, impactful Bond film there is. And Mm -hmm. like, like I was, I would like to say Casino Royale or Goldeneye, you know, but um oh, i think skyfall is a nonstop thrill ride with the right emotion and the cinematography is spectacular mm-hmm. there's so many yeah. cool yeah.
1: it's a more complete package for sure yeah um, like if
0: someone yeah. was going to understand what bond is i feel like and they tackle the the aging bond thing very well right.
1: Oh, and yeah. I think they tackle his relationship with M also. Yep. You know, in a more meaningful way. So I think, I think it's it's a good mix of typical Bond plus a more meaningful, impactful storyline. Yep.
0: Which... And Javier Bardem, oh,
1: good. So good. Very good. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Uh, and then I put Sunshine. Have you seen that one?
1: No. And I I was wondering even what you meant by Sunshine. Or if you were putting sunshine for short for like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, just literally sunshine. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, literally sunshine?
0: sunshine. So it's um one of the I was just thinking in my in the endless hours I have in the tractor, I was thinking of like uh a couple actors I think are really underrated, and um one is um Patrick Wilson. Which yeah. he's not in, it's just not in this movie. So, but the other okay. is in this movie, Rose Byrne. And our producer brought that out too. So it's a movie with Killian uh, Murphy and mm-hmm. Rose Byrne, and then okay. some other people that you definitely will have seen. There's a Japanese actor that I think is, is the guy in Westworld. Uh, he's, oh. they throw him in everything and they want oh a Japanese person. Sure. Um, and there's another guy that is, he's in, um, the sequel to the shining. So okay. I don't know these people's names. I should have looked them up, but, uh, anyways, it's, uh, it's a really,
1: I'm sorry. I'm looking it up right now. Cause I'm sure. Kind of curiosity,
0: but Rose Byrne is, uh, great in this. Oh yeah. Captain America. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And see, that was a, that was one of the earlier roles. I'm like, you know, because he was just a kind of a jock guy for a while, whatever heart team yeah. heartthrob thing and things right. and human torch. And, got, and this was and a, a serious role. Hair. Yeah. And um, um,
1: yo, I love her.
0: Yes, that's right. See, it's just it's an all cast, and mm-hmm. it's another man versus nature. But this film, I don't want to ruin it for anyone that hasn't seen it, but sure. it is a perfect um, it's the there's a genre flip uh three quarters or halfway through the film like okay. it becomes another kind of film and it's spectacular it's kind of um it's a little like ethereal it's a little philosophical that there you know is some stuff that's not perfectly plausible it's really like sure. a, um kind of a metaphorical thing and i love it it looks great i think it's it's by um the uh same guy as uh Let's see. I should look this up before I before I say that. But um, anyways, I, sure. I think it's underrated, and I would recommend it highly to anyone okay. um, that has not seen mm-hmm. it. Yeah. See, as soon as I type it in, yeah, you're right. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind comes up. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Danny yeah, Boyle. Yeah. No, this is yeah. something quite different. <laughs> so yeah, Danny Boyle film. Yeah. So it's definitely definitely uh, my favorite film of his
1: okay.
0: um jurassic park well uh, very very influential to me uh Absolutely. i love love that movie i was, I was hesitant to-
1: yeah
0: and probably deserves to be there um it's influential to me it was influential to like um movie cinema uh, a lot of the earlier cgi stuff you know Absolutely. uh with um um Lucas, uh, industrial light and magic getting, and it's like just infancy and stuff but it's not a perfect film like there's a lot of technical things with it you know so I probably shouldn't put it on this list what's your like, issue with it so one is like they're using shotguns against thick tough skin lizards okay what are you doing that's uh, stupid then yeah. not only that the guns you have like have a I mean have a stupid of the wrong like pattern on the windows and then you have things like the when they're in a tree and the car's coming down instead of simply crawling around the tree they like do this chase sequence of scrambling down the tree just move to the side how about that move, move to the side a couple feet and you're fine so there's things like that that are frustrating
1: yeah um, after although, seeing a
0: million times you know
1: right i i would say that that's a problem with so many movies is yeah. usually like you can find a when somebody's being chased you can find a way that you're just like go to the side or like yeah. move this way or like whatever so i feel like that's that's true but also not something you can put on jurassic park alone because so many movies i feel like you're just like what is, is it is a spielberg
0: thing you know i feel like it's a yeah. spielberg thing yeah alan brings up prometheus yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's the exact same kind of thing i mean exactly. it's there's no excuse i mean they shot yep. this whole sequence. This whole sequence, <laughs> you know, set it up. And you don't think uh, I don't know. I'm yeah. not a fan of that. But either way, Jurassic Park, if you want to make me happy, immediately play a Jurassic Park theme. I just Absolutely. I love that film. Um Batman I think it's Return. A good,
1: oh sorry. I was just gonna say I think it's a good, like encapsulated story. It's like alien to me. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's a good full story in the one movie, like most things seem plausible, like excellent acting like you move a story along in a very real believable way yep and you like wrap it up with like a little bit of a twist you know as like yep. aliens live dinosaurs live like yep leaving it a little open but really shutting the door on like a whole movie you don't yep. feel left wanting
0: and i traditionally hate children in movies but these kids yeah. did such a great job They're they very do good.
1: yeah they sell a lot of stuff
0: Hmm. Um so you put The Dark Knight on your list which is a I very did. valid choice. I put I Batman Returns. Um Okay. It okay. is walk, Okay. Walk
1: me through this one because I have a harder time remembering early like Tim Burton Batman which okay. one is which.
0: So this is this is the Penguin and Catwoman.
1: Got it. Okay. Yep.
0: So Solid. um to me this is Tim Burton in his best. Um mm-hmm. Like it, Batman Gotham, the way he builds that feels like, okay, it's a city here, but it has enough like fantasy in it. The gothic mm-hmm. side of it is there. Um, I think that uh, um Michael Keaton is such a great Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the portrayal of Catwoman in here is so great. I love uh, Danny Elfman's score for this movie. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite of his personally. Um, It's. I'm not being very technical about it, I guess, uh, why this is a perfect film, but just when you look at all the Batman films, like they've been really big and important to the superhero, um, Mm -hmm. everything that's taken over today and stuff. And I think that Batman Returns stands out as something that like doesn't take itself too seriously, Mm
1: -hmm. but.
0: Is um like I don't know, I love its weirdness. Um
1: yeah, yeah. You know, I mean it's... Batman Batman slowly lost to that, I think. Um mm-hmm. yeah, because it was first weird and then campy and then super serious.
0: Yep. This was so, a balance for me. This is the right yeah. balance. It had like the bat suit that I loved and stuff, and it um it just it hit the right notes for right. action and drama and a romance uh, whilst looking gorgeous and being mm-hmm. a fun comic book movie um sure. like you say so when you get to batman and robin it's complete ridiculousness over the top craziness um i i love to hate it i mean i you know and then um, I...
1: I just straight up hate it. If I, if I have to pick like a mid era Batman, it's Batman forever for sure.
0: Oh, I, um, I love Batman forever too. So
1: I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird in its own way and I would never call it a perfect movie, even though I love it. Um, but yeah, if, if we're choosing campy Batmans, I absolutely have to pick forever.
0: I feel like I've failed this list. I'm just saying things <laughs> I like. Okay, <laughs> so um, I need would need to like really sit down and dissect these. I feel like, but um, it's
1: It's m- like a perfect movie. You know what makes yeah. it perfect? And, and, and it, it shows our emotional reaction.
0: Yeah, it, it shows our age too. Like either depending on on the viewer. Relatively old, they're relatively young because these are definitely like there's a time bubble here, you know, largely. And um oh, yeah, I'm sure I we're think I,
1: I a little back further with Shawshank and Princess Bride, but yeah.
0: Yep, yep. There's I just
1: still, there's
0: <laughs> yeah, like we're we're not going in we don't have any Alfred Hitchcock on here, you right. know, and right. we probably should, um, but uh, yeah. I put The Fellowship of the Ring on my list as well. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a... It is definitely the most complete of all the Lord of the Rings kind of films, again, in and of itself. Even though there's sort of the like cliffhanger thing, I could still end it there, you know? Yeah. And um, have it inspire my imagination. And um, we had a friend in high school, he'd always make fun of, sean bean because he'd be uh sean ben i guess um he'd be saying i i could not see forgive me i could not see lying on the ground dying and in oh, the time funny. he was in the contact commercials contact lens commercials <laughs> and so it was just was that, that was funny but but yeah oh, it's I just me yeah it's sad and sad it's really well done
1: and i i have to say i really like it as like a group movie and then mm-hmm. like everybody's got their own like individual flavor but everybody comes together but it's it's nice that it's like knowing the background of it and like knowing that that a lot of it was written to deal with like post traumatic stress after the war sure
0: um
1: and and it feeling sort of like like a metaphor for um tolkien's kind of own band of brothers Kind of thing it's it's like that feeling without it being too like over the top or like too masculine or mm. you know what i mean like it's not like too like we're a band of brothers and it's like bro is the only way i yeah. can describe it that's like shorthand for what i'm trying to say well
0: putting you know, the, some lighter elements and having in this fantasy setting really is right. something that's able to you know add levity to what right. would be otherwise a very dark kind of situation and this film goes dark, but it's it's, it's magical balanced. as well, you know, right?
1: Yep. it's balanced and it's nuanced and you can feel like you can explore the relationships of these characters without like being put off by like this is just a group of men
0: going and, to somewhere. <laughs> and considering how important Tolkien's work was to mm-hmm. the genre. Largely inventing it in modern pop form, uh, I think that this film does that justice. Yes, it's, it's kind of a tall order. So
1: yes, absolutely. Uh, I saw Alan wrote "No Tom Bombadilbo. Um which <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm torn on this. I'm half disappointed because. He's such, like, a cool character in the books. Like, I was excited to see what they were going to do on film. But the other half of me is, like, that is super risky. He could translate very terribly on screen. Um, And so I get, maybe it's, like, cowardly of Peter Jackson to have left him out and not try to tackle that because I feel like he would be a very divisive character. I feel Mm. like people would either love or hate whatever portrayal you do. Um, but in the end, unfortunately, like, I get it. Like you had to sacrifice something and and his was an easy way to go without sacrificing story.
0: That seems like a fun, like side project, just like have someone dress up as the character or how you would see him and just like interject him, you know, in scenes. (laughs) So you just like, he just shows up at the meeting of the, you know, the council there and stuff he just Do like a a clearly...
1: kind of thing just like insert him in there yeah like, hey. maybe
0: someone's done that already i don't know but they should if they haven't it seems well, like
1: and i i feel like th- so the trouble with tom bombadil not only is his personality is like you have to nail that perfectly and some people were already very off-put by the way he appears in the books as mm. he like sort of speaks in his half sing-song rhyme Mm-hmm. you know that's that's tough to convey without that being very annoying but then also cinematically visually effects wise how are you going to portray his wife goldberry because she's the river daughter and like mm-hmm. she always walks on water and it's like how, what are you going to do with that like how are you going to yeah. get that around there so
0: well and that's my one that's that's my one critique of peter jackson i guess is he kind of openly was a little against magic you know, mm-hmm. uh, he wanted to keep things much more grounded. So yeah. I think where you, you know, just, you know, reading The Hobbit or whatever, it's like, wow, you know, Gandalf is really can, you know, can put some shit together here. And, right. you know, basically what you get in this is, is like whispering to a moth. You right. know, Shining so, a light like,
1: on the not cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh,
0: so <laughs> I do regret that. I mean, kind of like I the agree, mysticism yeah. they have of it. Um, with, like, how they would do, they did Obi Wan originally and the Jedi originally and um, A New Hope. But at the same time, it kind of would have been cool to see a little more, um, you know,
1: like, like in Harry Potter. When you, when you,
0: yeah. When you watch Harry Potter, you're like, wow, look at that. Holy yeah. buckets. And then, you know, you know, because yeah. Gandalf could beat up any of those guys. We know it, but right. Let flex.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have to be quite as showy as like the magic you know but yeah yeah. i mean he needed a little bit more because i mean he was wise he had plans like he knew things i totally get it but also like he definitely contributed in a more meaningful way to like actual combat Mm -hmm. and fighting so yeah Yeah. i mean peter jackson was a little light on that
0: but you know and tolkien was he's like the big deal for him was the world building. And they did mm-hmm. such a good job of conveying that world building in this film. You really yeah. felt it. You felt the ages of the of the papers as Gandalf like blew his pipe smoke all over it. And he's like going yeah. through tomes and like, it just, it felt lived in, it felt respected. Mm-hmm. The languages were there.
1: Detail, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the the level of detail is super impressive.
0: All right, we're going a little long, but I want to get you quickly your thoughts on Beverly Hills from the other night.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, I had to I have to cast my mind back because I was just watching uh, New York, so I gotta I gotta oh. get to Beverly Hills.
0: Um, New York. When was that? It was oh, that was not the newest episode though, right? That was uh, yeah, last the newest week or
1: something. Episode, uh, when was that episode up? four? Was yesterday.
0: Oh my god, I gotta watch that tonight. Okay, I didn't see that <laughs> one yet.
1: Well, it's a doozy, so uh, like, keep Oh, your, I know. I'm so excited urban. for that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, Text me okay. your thoughts. We'll talk about it because it's yep. yeah, like I said, it's a doozy. Um, so I'm trying to cast back to uh to Beverly Hills for a minute. Um I did I did like that everybody was a little more settled in this episode for sure. Um yep. nobody felt like quite so petty like the first episode. Um, although I still I continue to not like Sutton she yep. seems like the worst
0: yep. like a
1: snobby entitled just plain mean like when she was like oh when she was pitching kyle on like oh I, I found a a name for your clothing line it's Yachtwear." and then she's like oh, i <laughs> like to listen to that rock because i it's rock that you listen to on your yacht and kyle's like not everybody has a yacht
0: yeah and I like that's wanna...
1: coming from somebody who's already like quite wealthy and she's like yeah you're so much right now like yep. that should be your wake-up call." <laughs> So yeah, I continue yeah. to believe she is the worst.
0: Um, Denise, Denise getting her surgery.
1: Oh, God, that was terrible.
0: I didn't like, know anything that, about that.
1: No way to like soldier through that. I mean, it yep. seemed like she was in a lot of pain, um, yep. both from the the hernia, the double hernia that she had now, and then the surgery. So, yep. yeah. Um, but I mean, if anybody ever had an excuse not to go to Teddy's retreat, it's Denise. Cause yep.
0: There you go. <laughs> Dang, Perfect. Getting out of that bed. <laughs> yep. yep.
1: Um, but yeah, I felt, I felt really bad for her cause that seems incredibly painful. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I thought that the whole thing with Teddy's retreat was very weird. Like everybody, very weird. She, all she days.
0: needed to say is like, I'd love for you to come, but I won't feel bad if you, if you don't feel like coming. I would yeah, love exactly. for you to be there. It, it, would make, it would make me happy, but but right. please only show up if, if you're interested, you know.
1: Right. She, went, you she went too far trying to convince everybody how chill she was about it. And then yeah. it's just like, now I'm like mad that you don't want me to come.
0: Yeah. It's like someone like pacing, pacing back and forth, like tapping their foot and stuff. Like, I'm I'm super relaxed. Super relaxed. I'm yeah. good. Super chill. Fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is fine.
1: Yeah. Everything's fine. Um, yeah, so that, that was weird. Although I, uh, it's, yeah, the season is like very uneven, I feel like, um, in the sense of one minute I'm annoyed with somebody and then the next minute I'm feeling sorry for them. Sure. Because like first episode sure. I was annoyed with Denise um, and how she sort of like brushed off Erica's overture of like, you're going to be in court, like, let me help you, you know, face this and get a lawyer and deal with this because you have to do it and i was like oh that was weird that she like brushed her off and now this episode i was like oh my god like she's going through hernia surgery like this is terrible Mm -hmm. um and now this episode i was annoyed with teddy and her whole like like super chill like butt manic energy about her retreat but then the preview for next episode sutton is just like hey so you're boring yeah and i'm like (laughs) oh god now i feel bad you
0: (laughs) i it's hard to feel bad for teddy i don't know
1: i mean i just i i feel like i would never say that to somebody like just be like by the way you're boring also i would never say that to somebody while they're pregnant because of course it's gonna just like set off even more emotions so i don't know what i mean if you hate them
0: i guess but you know
1: right i don't know i feel like sutton just like doesn't care but i feel like she needs to care a little bit Cause her, yeah. her care, not is
0: just mean. Yep. yep. So. All right. Well, there's a lot we didn't talk about even in this. So, and, um, we well, got to talk about Tiger King sometime. Cause I yes. did finish all of that now. Uh, including and, the the reunion. Reunion. Yep. and uh, I need to watch this current New York and we will get on to that. And then, um, <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll have more for next week. We'll see if next week's episode can be longer. Otherwise, if you like this length, let us know. Yeah. You know, make sure to like and share and subscribe on all the socials. And I haven't mentioned it yet. I'm a terrible person. I apologize for everything. Um, (laughs) But I wanted to thank the band Killing the Flower. They provide our first theme um, that we would use in podcasts and stuff. And now we have our new opening. And so the new theme is uh, also by them. So check out killing the flower on Instagram and on Spotify and all the places. Um, and let us know if you like the new opening. <laughs> um, <we> haven't really <laughs> I talked rocks. about it yet, but yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. It's cool. So, all right. Well, thanks like on short notice for a shorter yeah. episode joining me tonight, Andrea.
1: That's right. We'll make it work. Like, I know you got long days in the field, but it's just for a little bit. So,
0: yeah, yep. we'll still get All our right. content out there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I see here your husband's shouting in the background.
1: I know. <laughs> I like know. A... He's playing a game and he's like super into it. So, nice. okay. <laughs> I better go check on him and see if he's yep. like burning our house down or something. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. All right. Well, have a good night, Andrea, and you see everybody you next too. time.
1: Cheers.